dedicate this episode mm. to Alyssa S. Alyssa S. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Alyssa, Alyssa S. S. We were so in sync that time. Yeah, that never Oh happens. my God, that was good. We're feeling it. I'm full of pizza. Oh, I, wow. I got to expose... You popped my Little Caesars cherry, <laughs> is what you did. <laughs> you know, simply by saying the words Little Caesars, you have offended people. People have strong feelings. You know, and that's what's so surprising to me. It's because I've only ever heard people basically consider Little Caesars as like a means to an end. You know, it's like, it's cheap pizza, but for cheap pizza, it's all right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say right here and right now, for cheap pizza, it was a damn good. It's pretty good. Oh. That pretzel pizza. Oh. Listen here, pretzels are my number one favorite. I I don't care. Soft, hard. (laughs) I'll I'll go for both. Doesn't matter. You're by pretzel. I am by pretzel. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, I only like I only like a good soft pretzel, which is why I love the pizza one so much. It's, yeah, it's, it's hot, like a hot soft pretzel. And they instead of sauce, they use that disgusting fake cheese. <sighs> oh boy, it blew me away. And that nacho jalapeno dipping dipping sauce paste. Oh boy, is delicious. Our listeners overseas are like, oh, they're right about Americans. Yes, yes. <laughs> Pretty much. We dipped cheese into more cheese. Mm. Mm. Charlie. Yes. My main Damie. <laughs> are you going to sign my pity on the road? <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten my ninth cold, I don't know, <laughs> in a row. I will get a chest cold and then a head cold. And it'll take like two weeks and it'll just move all over, then move to my ears and then my tonsils and I'll get rid of it. And then I'll be good for like a week and it's back. And it's like, I've not really kicked it in the first place. Yeah. It's just lingering. And it's lingering. It's it's been wet. uh, It's been such a wet winter. It's been a moist winter. And it will jump in three days from like 75 to 17. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm dying. I'm just, I'm literally dying because of it. It's this winter is killing me. Today was really nice. Yeah, I laid in my hammock today. Did you? Yeah, for Beautiful. just a few minutes over lunch, but it was nice. I'm starting to get that spring smell. Yeah. When you go outside and it's just like grass and fresh things and not heavy and stuff. And yeah. It's, it's very nice. Every season is denoted by its own little scent. Oh, yeah. You know, you walk outside in the fall and you smell like leaves and like burning. Sh- like yeah. some neighbor is burning a fire. And spring, it's just like cut grass and like dew. I, it's I'm so happy right now. I'm in a good place. I'm I'm coming I'm coming together. Little victories too, like things I didn't even notice that I wasn't doing anymore because I was miserable. Mm. I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I bought like a whole bunch of like because I love to cook and I cook every night and I cook like weird shit and I'm mm. always trying to create <laughs> things. And like I haven't been doing that all winter. Mm. Bare minimum, I barely even been buying like fruit. And I've just not, I've just been in a bad place. And it's like now, like I went to the grocery store yesterday and bought like six fruits worth of like cool shit and a fuckload of fruit. And it's like, this is why I'm sick. God damn it. It's, I've had no fruit. Fucking scurvy. (laughs) So it's, uh, it's Ostara today. Happy Ostara. We're actually not going to be talking about it, but it is Ostara. So happy Ostara to everybody. Oh yeah. We're alternating. 
The spring is back. And also, this is cool when this happens, it's lining up and tonight's a full moon. Oh. And it's the worm moon. How you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I can dig it. Curious. I got I got more on it. Don't is it worry. like when all the grubs hatch or something? Well, yeah, actually it's um and this is from moongiant.com. Uh, that sounds legit. Moon giant. I mean they're talking about moons. It's, it's in a big it's way. In the name. March's full moon is commonly referred to as the full worm moon. I so love it. This is because uh this is when the earthworms would start to wriggle out of the ground. Oh right? yeah. As it starts to the ground starts to thaw. But interestingly enough. Macy. Oh, I'm captivated. If you go to moongiant.com, there's this whole article about it, and it goes on to describe a really fascinating history about why it's called the worm moon. I'm ready. Um, It's actually, it was only really called that by the Southern Native American tribes, um, because earthworms did not exist in Northern America. Oh. Weirdly enough. How'd they get here? They've been brought in by settlers. They've They've been brought in by people. And they just didn't fucking exist up there, which was crazy to me. Because earthworms, particularly in East Texas, and I know for a fact a lot of the oh, South. Oh god, they're everywhere. And they are like eight feet long. Oh, they're huge, huge, meaty boys. And they're 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 as thick as a steak. They're gigantic. <laughs> but no matter what you call it, uh, the worm moon, the sap moon, which is I think typically what they would call it up north because when they're getting is, there, maple syrup of goodness, you tap the tree or the chaste moon. I don't like that as much. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what you call it, this moon signifies the return of spring and the purity and possibilities that come with it. The chaste moon kind of got me. Yeah. (laughs) I just picture a moon in a chastity belt. Like the chaste moon. (laughs) We have a full house tonight and uh, one of our flatmates for the night. Flatmates? Flatmates. One of our guests here in uh, Murderworth Manor. Is taking a shower and our thin fucking cheap ass walls <laughs> are. Not uh, yeah, if you hear the a gentle, really relaxing ASMR shower sound, there that's what go. it is. We just gotta market it the right way. That's you gotta put a good spin on it. Mace, what are you talking about today? I'm talking about Jasmine. Oh, yay! She's my favorite princess. She is pretty cool. <laughs> I I love her little risque pants. <laughs> Hurt down to her the vagine pants. V deepen man pants. Her like maybe the animator didn't know how women's bodies look. Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> like, the gap between her belly button and her vagina is like <laughs> ridiculous. I'm so glad you're talking about Jasmine today. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about ink. Oh, full stop. Just ink. I'm talking about bic pens today. Oh, uh, no, I'm going to be talking about some magical ritual ink. So this is something that's been on the back burner for me for a little bit. There's a little section in my little favorite metaphysical store I go to. Shout out Hearth Wisdom Store again. I thought were just cool inks to like write in your book. Because they also keep their leather bound journals over there. And I was like, very cool. If you want to like really get into it and use some inkwell ink. Until I took a closer look. What the bat's blood? What the hell? It kind of exited my mind completely until Macy, until you made the dragon's blood. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, however, once I got into it, thankfully in the fact that I hopefully won't fuck it up too bad, uh, the amount of info out there about the history of magical inks is pretty lacking. Oh. There's a few things that we do know. Uh, It seems to stem from this 
ages old way of thinking that we still have today of if it can be used to empower my purposes, then it will be. Magic inks are said to bring even more intent and meaning and power to your written spells. Um, kind of like with the candle magic, you don't have to roll it in herbs and you don't yeah. have to put the oils on it. It's extra intention. It's extra intention. Anywhere you can jam some of that in, yeah. do it. Uh, and it's great for any time that you write in your grimoire or your book of shadows. You can do this for writing petitions or prayers, written spells, binding work, sigil creation, inscribing runes, which I thought was really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can actually use it on candles. Carve out a sigil on your candle and put put you some ink in it to kind of contrast the color a little bit. A commonly accepted background that we know of kind of stemmed from this idea that you had to give something to get, mm, mm. mainly in the form of animal or even human sacrifice. Yeah, I was wondering if that's where we were going. That's where we're going. Many of the inks called for blood or body parts yeah. of something specific or even a human themselves. Uh, and the idea was that you had to seal your spell with blood. You had to make it even a stronger bond with whatever deity you were working with or whatever occult thing that you were trying to do. It would like seal your shit in really hardcore. Mm -hmm. Over time, as with a lot of this darker history of killing and sacrificing, we kind of Worked it out. We found replacements. Uh, instead of dove blood, we now use dragon's blood and rose, which seems like I a good replacement. I, that makes sense. And in place of like an actual wolf's heart. Oh. For wolf heart ink. Oh my goodness. We would now use herbs associated with the wolf. You might even use some like wolf hair if you came across some. Yeah. I'm just imagining putting Gizzy's personality and essence into an Into ink. an ink. The ink would refuse to stay on the paper. And yeah, it would disappear. It would be goddamn disappearing ink. <laughs> if Gizzy had, what would her like best spell be? Like what would her fur lend its magic to? Would it be like a stubbornness spell? Yeah, I think if you needed to... <laughs> One, I think she would make a great binding spell mm. just because she's just a bitch. <laughs> like, and she tries to control everything. That, that's if you're feeling weak in your self-confidence or something or yeah. in your control. I feel like if you either need to control someone and bind them or if you need to absolutely just be a mega bitch, like a, <laughs> like a dominator type ink, you know. Then you get you some gizzy ink. You get some gizzy ink. Hey, look. And you will be a cold bitch. <laughs> If you needed to make a Gizzy ink, they're surprisingly easy to make. They're time consuming, but they're pretty easy to make. Be on the lookout for Gizzy ink. <laughs> Coming in your Patreon packages next month. Gizzy ink. Gizzy ink. No promises. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I kind of wanted to get that out of the way that there's no actual blood or eyes in these inks, even though they're called bat's blood, dove eye, wolf heart. Yeah. It's not containing of any of these things anymore. I'm going to be talking about the three most popular inks. We've got dragon's blood ink. We've got bat's blood. And we've got dove's blood. Bloody business. <laughs> so magical inks usually come in small wells. Not completely different than you would see on like an old grandma's desk. Mm. With her little well and her pen. And you can put them into fountain pens. Put the ink into fountain pens. Or you can use feather pens. Many hoodoo practitioners, along with witches who work with ink with regularity, they warn against using metal writing utensils. A metal fountain pen? Oh, uh, like a nib, yeah. Or a, yeah, or like a, a metal nib, nib. Would not necessarily be Damn it. called for here because 
The saying is, uh, if metal should touch the ink, it could render it tainted or void entirely. Wow. Yeah, right? Feathers and bones are the preferred method. For this reason. A good bone. I need a carved bone oh, yeah. nib. Like oh, a fountain baby. nib that's bone. Oh, please. Oh, my goodness. I was wondering if something about putting metal into the ink had anything to do with, like, the iron quality of blood. Oh, Maybe no. adding a metal pen to it would taint the eye. You know what I mean? Like, if there's yeah. some kind of tie-in. But I couldn't find much as to why that is. Um, and it's just one of those pieces of folklore that has yeah. changed and adapted and stuck with it. So... And I don't even want to risk it, man. Now that it's in my yeah, it's head. Yeah, like, no, nope, I'm not wasting a good batch of ink. I, you you spend 12 hours making this goddamn well, ink. Well, and all the energy, like, in a ritual, you yeah. know, where you're trying to manifest shit. And then if it's even in the back of my head, I don't want to put that intention into it. In like, there. I it's like, it. this isn't going to work. All right, I'm going to start with the most popular here. And by the accounts of many, the most powerful. Dragon's blood. It's one of the easiest ones to create and a good all around ink. So it's your crystal, it's your quartz crystal or your rosemary. It can yeah. kind of be used yeah. in the place of anything. And it's going to add power to any and all spells. So no matter, it's not necessarily targeted towards things like a lot of these inks it's like are. It's a catalyst. It's, yes, everything you use it for. However, because it is dragon's blood, it will be even stronger suited towards things that dragon blood uh, represents like protection, energy, like raising energy, purification and banishing. So a good, uh, that's a good all around oil. I've got a recipe for you here. I got a recipe from magicalrecipesonline.com. Oh, and they say you're going to take one part of powdered dragon's blood resin. So you could probably just buy some chunky and crush it up yourself mm-hmm. to 12 to 15 parts alcohol, which seems like a lot. One part of Arabic gum, which a lot of these calls for Arabic gum or gum Arabic. I've seen them interchangeably. And and it makes it more of a viscous Mm -hmm. nature. Mm -hmm. So you can write with it. So you don't just dip in it and it just kind of jiggles off your pen. It makes it kind of (laughs) stick there. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then a few drops of uh, of essential oil, cinnamon or myrrh. And you know which one I'm going to suggest. And then uh, add the alcohol just a little tiny bit at a time until all the powder is dissolved. So easy, flippin' freaking peasy. Nextly, we've got Bat's Blood ink, which is by all accounts the coolest because it's called Bat Blood ink. And it's used for spells of binding and protection, removing obstacles, removing curses and jinxes. And some say, some say that this ink, <laughs> this is the ink to use if you would like to cause havoc. Oh. Or where dark magics oh. are used. And they warn against it. Some resources even only gave like the good, quotes, good uses for the ink. Yeah. Uh, and they refused to even talk about what the bad shit that you could do with it. One of those resources is Magical Recipes Online, where I also, <laughs> where I also got the recipe from. <laughs> so for this, you're going to need two grams of dragon's blood resin, one gram of myrrh resin, one gram of gum arabic, 12 milliliters alcohol, half a cup of water, and dark red coloring, which is optional. It just makes it show up on the paper. However, some sources called for indigo, and I would prefer that. If it's bat's blood, I get it red as blood, but yeah. like a good dark indigo would just make it feel, especially if you're like banishing something out of your life, you know? Yeah. It feels more, it just feels, it has that heavier feel to it. Yeah, and, I get um, what you're saying. Makes my little emo heart happy. 
So with this one, what you're going to do is, and this one's more complicated, ground them resins up, ground the gum up, add it all together. Then you're going to boil the half cup of water. Oh no, that's not very much water to have to boil. <laughs> uh, I would forget to turn it all to steam. So to the boiling water, add the gum Arabic to the water. Stir it until it's fully diluted or dissolved, and then put the rest of the resins in until you have a honey-like paste. Oh. <laughs> then take the mixture off of the heat, let it cool down, and add the alcohol once it's been cooled to about 140 degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> or 60 degrees Celsius. And then add the alcohol. Yeah. If you're using the food coloring, also add that at this point. Stir until it becomes all mixed together, and that is your bat's blood ink. Wow. <laughs> Damn it. You gotta get it right, man. You can't simulate... I feel like it's like making, like, pralines, but <laughs> not. <laughs> Look, if you're gonna simulate the blood of an animal, it's probably, you know, you gotta put some work in, okay? I mean, that's fair. Completely taking away from what I just said, because this one's hella easy, we've got dove's blood. Some more background, not necessarily history, but why it's called Dove's Blood, why they used Dove. Uh, The Dove represents the goddess Venus. So this was the sacrifice of choice when it came to making inks for love, fertility, prosperity, beauty, and amulet drawing. Anyway, uh, this one is from mookiechick.co.uk. Okay. (laughs) I want everyone to know where they can go. You need one part dragon blood, one part gum Arabic, ten parts alcohol, two drops of cinnamon oil. Okay. Two drops bay oil, two drops rose oil. Very love. Very, very love. spicy yeah. and hot and love. And, mm. and then you just mix the ingredients all together, but add the Arabic powder last, a little bit at a time until you get the consistency you required. So I guess it's not that hard to simulate dove's blood. That one's easier. That one's easy. (laughs) When you make these up, the sign of a good ink is a fluid that is thick enough to write with. And the ink should have somewhat of a lumpy quality. Small little bits of resins and herbs and stuff that have been used to enchant your ink. You don't want it to be completely thinned out. Yeah. Uh, Some of these, especially when you get into more complicated ones, like the wolf's heart and the, you know, freaking eye of bat or ink. (laughs) They will call for a strain at the end, but even then, some of those little resins are going to get through. So you want it to have a a little grit to it. I really dig the idea of using a sealing ink to write in a grimoire with. Yeah. Because um, there's a good basic, and I believe, excuse me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's called lamp black or lamp shade black, something like that. And that's a basic all around like black ink Mm. to write with, but it's been traditionally used by wild witches to write in their grimoires and their books of shadows and it's said that when you use these special inks to write in your books it just takes everything that you're taking notes about and it takes everything that you're learning about and it just it just makes your book like this glowing powerful fucking thing yeah i like that you know and it's like you've put this work into making the ink and it 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 takes it from a mon like a mundane object to a truly truly magical object yeah it's said that even writing your spell out once (laughs) for reference with a special magical ritual ink makes Every time that you perform it, it makes it stronger because you wrote it with that. Like, it's almost like you've consecrated it. Yeah. You know? And um, Anthony T. Hinks said, 
My legend is written in stone, but my deeds are written in ink. That's my quote. I like that. I like that too, you know? It's, um, my deeds are written in ink. It's a little nefarious, I guess, when you think about it. It's like... What deeds? My uh, my legend's in stone, but yeah. my deeds can be scribbled over. It, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no thing. Ain't, it's I not stone. to them. That's magic ink. Magic ink. Magic ink. Well, I can tell you right now, I can use one of those inks. How so? Tell me, please. I will. Let's talk about jasmine. Jasmine tea is one of my favorite things. Really? I love it so much. Mm. And the smell is, oh, so good. It's very lovely. And it's just like green tea and the jasmine flowers mm. and it's wonderful. The mm. name comes from the Persian word yasmin. Oh, Okay. Okay, so I read two very different meanings for this word. <laughs> one, the first meaning I saw was meaning gift from God. Oh, nice. And then the other one just means fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's either a precious gift from the highest of deities. Yeah. Or it's, or it's a fragrance. It's a perfume. It's actually, it's the national flower of Pakistan, mm. which... Was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, Jasmine is a powerhouse for love oh. and attraction. Oh, baby. I accidentally went with, like, another one of these. But <laughs> she's very different from patchouli. You know why? It's spring. Yeah, it's uh, just, you, I'm doing it subconsciously. You've been doing a lot of love, spring, yeah. lovely yeah. kind of little dudes. Yeah. I don't even mean it. I think they're just calling I think it's just me. coming out of you. Yeah. yeah. You're so in love. I'm just so in love. <laughs> Jasmine is one of the most aphrodisiacal scents. That's why jasmine is always with fucking vanilla. Yeah. Jasmine vanilla is in everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. It's one of the one of the sexiest scents on the earth, honestly. Oh. So, okay. like, and there are plenty of ways to harness its power. Your topics have been so horny. Like, I know. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I keep picking, like, all of these, like... <laughs> Sexy catalyst. Horn dogs. Little horn dog plants. <laughs> little horny. <laughs> it's Macy's little hornies. These are my little hornies. I have one on each shoulder and I just talk all day. So since its scent evokes passion, mm. it makes for a great addition to like love drawing spells. Mm. And unlike patchouli, this is where they differ a little okay. bit. Jasmine is like a calm stirring of like sensuality. Oh. Well, patchouli is like uh patchouli is You have a tender date coming <laughs> in like 10 minutes and you're like, you know, that's but jasmine is like a slow build to like a deep relationship. Oh, like okay. you're trying to like you're trying to really build something. It's not a hit and quit. No. She's a it's a low and slow burn. <laughs> yeah. It opens partners up to like divine beauty from all around. Oh. So it just makes you more receptive to beauty and kind of you know, puts like, those rose colored glasses on. It does. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And um so here here's a here's a love spell. Mm. And uh this came from originalbotanica.com. Ah. Uh, it's a fun site. Mm -hmm. And so this is something you can do if you have you have like a crush or a desire or oh. whoever, oh. a love. You're Loved one. Your bae. If you will. <laughs> I'm 30. This is a drawing love spell. Okay. You're trying to draw that person in. Okay. Whether it's first encounter or 
trying to move things forward. Hmm. It's kind of that drawing in love spell. You're, you're trying to make yourself stand out. A little them. bit, yeah. Kind of, you're taking your glasses off in the 1990s teen movie and shaking your hair out. Yeah. And they go, who's that girl? Who's that? Yeah. So here's what you do. Or yes. here's what you need. Oh. All right, you need a red handkerchief. Oh, oh my God. Wait, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into like, Okay. I didn't know, you know how we always talk about how you do these topics and then you learn something and then you're just like, all right, well, that gives me a million more topics to talk about. Yeah. I didn't know about this, but I'm very intrigued and want to talk about it. You'll need a Dominator candle or a Martha Dominadora candle. Whoa, what? Yeah. Is it like a dominatrix, but in wax form? It's like a, it's a candle you burn when you need to like be dominant. Oh. Or like dominate situations. Okay. Or, and I was just like, that meant everybody needs that. Because if like, you're, if you're trying to do a spell to put out an energy of, I'm interested in you. You're kind of taking the reins. You need here, to be, yeah. You, know? you will need a jasmine incense. Mm. And you will need jasmine oil. Oh. A pen or a quill. Mm. Paper or I put a bay leaf. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm thinking Dove's blooding. <gasps> Dude. That would make sense, right? Yes. Um, so here's what you do. Powerful that shit up. I'm telling you, man. Prep your altar by laying out the red handkerchief. Mm. And uh, like before you do this, you know, kind of clear your space. If there's any clutter or anything you're going to worry about when you're doing it, you know, clear, get it ready. <laughs> you know, get your space ready. My room is constantly a five by five area of a clean altar and just garbage is around it. (laughs) So on the red handkerchief, place the dominator candle and the jasmine incense. Anoint the candle with jasmine oil. Oh, yeah. Write the name of the desired on the bay bay leaf or piece of paper and place it under the candle. Hmm. Focus real intently on it. Mm. Like... Think of the person's name, all of that. Be thinking very hard. Then light the candle. Then light the incense. Oh. So they've all been out at this point. Okay. So you place it under the candle and then light it. And then I, this was from original Botanica and it is like meaning it. This is like an incantation. (laughs) Blank come to me, seek me out in voice or flesh. Oh. Hear this call in heart and mind, O lover of mine. Let the forces that be go forth and make it so, by heaven and earth, by fire and stone. Bring unto me my heart's desire. Shit. Yeah, like I read that and I was like, holy shit. Oh my God, you mean it. You mean it. That's a love spell. What feels right to me, Mm. there's two ways to go about it. So if, if the candle is like small... Let it burn all the way down and oh, yeah. go out. In like my mind, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. or I'm a suck. I just like to burn things that I write. Yeah. I feel like it works for me. Yeah. So I don't want to burn the name afterwards, mm-hmm. which might, it just might be counterintuitive. <laughs> I don't know. Jasmine, despite all of that, it, it symbolizes purity and grace. It's a very like almost. It reminds me of like a courtship. They're they're delicate little flowers mm. and jasmine. It likes to bloom at night or in the evening. Metal. Giving it nicknames of Queen of the Night. Metal. Or Moonlight on the Grove. Fuck me. I know. Are you serious? Right? I was like, oh, metal on the grove. (laughs) Moonlight on the Grove. Dried flowers, incense, and oils are all used Mm. in magic. 
However, the oils often contain um, synthetic scents and components. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because as jasmine is one of the most expensive oils on the earth. Yeah. At hundreds of dollars an ounce. It takes a shit pile of flowers. Mm-hmm. The pure essence is typically what I saw is, is really only accessible to like high-end perfumers. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of got all that shit. Damn. But interestingly, in this case, a chemical substitute has been created with benefits that still exist. Really? Because it's basically the same chemical structure. Cool. So, oh, love science. Yeah, and it neat. Mm. Um, so the fragrance it's it's a result of benzyl acetate synthesized benzyl acetate to where it's basically the same molecular structure. Cool. So it, it affects us in the same way. They've done that with certain um, limonenes mm-hmm. as well, or not limonenes, certain terpenes, uh, terpenes right? as yeah. well. And on tests with mice, it is shown to exhibit the same calming benefits that jasmine has. Very cool. So, yeah, I thought that was, it was nice to know that, like, jasmine oil that I can afford will still work. (laughs) Um, It's a lunar plant, Mm -hmm. therefore an excellent, excellent tool for moon magic, particularly in the waxing moon, Mm. which is exciting to me because that Love is Law Flora Wash that you got me by Madame Phoenix, it's supposed to be used in the waxing moon. So I want to, like, mix some, like, jasmine oil in there and just, like... That would make sense if this is all about a slow build. Mm-hmm. If it's coming in that waxing moon, it's kind of like it's slowly growing yeah. until it oh, reaches yeah. the, until it reaches its full that potential. That makes sense. Very cool. Makes sense. Very fucking cool. This was very interesting to me. So jasmine can be used to charge crystals. What the fuck? I know. Well, for, you know, $100 per drop, it better be. Well. It better wash them too. Not the oil. Oh. So you can charge your crystals by placing them. This is so cool. Placing them in a bowl of flowers, oh. jasmine blossoms. Oh. I know. Oh. Isn't that so elegant? Oh like, my God. I charge my crystals in jasmine flowers. Holy shit. Oh, it's so fancy. And can lady. you imagine charging them in a bowl of flowers in the full moon? I would turn into an ethereal spirit. Oh my God. I would turn into a big, wispy white dress. I. <laughs> <laughs> That I'm all about. Lovely. But you can also charge them in... Such a vampire-y feeling. Isn't it? To this, man. It's lovely, but it's like dark lovey. It can also be cleansed in jasmine incense smoke. Huh. Um, so you can use the smoke hmm. as well. Um, so it's also, it's a great catalyst for divination. Mm. Um, kind of think that puri element. You know, it's just this very gentle, pure... It often accompanies tarot readings. So any huh. like tarot files out there who like use that all the time, it, it says to be like a, to dab it on your third eye as an oil hmm. or to burn the incense upon tarot readings is that it's supposed to really help during that type of divination. It's unexpected to me. Yeah. See, we have jasmine all over the property. Poisonous jasmine. Oh. But it's in the jasmine family. We have Carolina and Confederate jasmine. Mm. And then mom has Confederate jasmine. And when it blooms, it is so good. But mm. ours blooms in the day. So, like, hmm. this is mainly talking about, like, white jasmine. Okay. Um, the ones that won't poison you. And that's another <laughs> thing that I want to say is you have to be very careful because some kinds of jasmine are toxic. Yeah. So don't just go willy-nilly and take some jasmine. This was very interesting, too. All of these were very interesting. I've said that everyone. This was very interesting. Here's an interesting fact. 
It's a good anointing oil for scrying mirrors or chalices. Huh. As those are like feminine tools. And a jasmine flower carried in a locket is said to inspire self-love. Oh, boy. Isn't that cute? Get me one of each. It's like just in a little locket and you know yeah. it's there. You know. And you don't need to run around showing everybody. No, it's, it's, a, just, it's a present for it's you. It's your little jasmine blossom. Oh, my God. I just thought that was so cute. Uh, what a fancy lady she is. Yeah, I know. Just beauty. See what I mean? But very different from patchouli. Yeah. Patchouli. <laughs> patchouli is like, patchouli is a little more hard. Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, not mincing any words. Yeah. A to B. <laughs> Definitely. She's like A to D. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a quote. Respect the mystery of this ancient flower. And it will reward you with clear vision and deep love. Respect. Respect the, the mystery, mystery of this ancient flower. Holy shit. Yeah. And that was from Grove and Grotto, which is where like all, all of that came from. That's what it feels like. It's a respectful thing. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to say is you're, you're like the love spell and the, and the, the way we're talking about it's coming up in the waxing moon and everything's kind of that, that slow build. It's it feels more like almost like you're casting the love spell on yourself, yeah, to make yourself more to stand out more yeah. and to kind of have the qualities or, of yeah, the or like the confidence, the to confidence, do and like, like the, the like you said, a little demure. And because some love spells I feel are almost it's almost crossing that line of like tricking a person yeah or or like trying to control them yeah where like this was very like i don't know it just well, felt and empowering like, and, and the the like eloquence of the incantation to me yeah fits jasmine yeah i feel like it it's proper almost Shh. jasmine is helen Mirren. yes jasmine is helen that silver fox patchouli is sharon stone all right then i yeah i get it it's a good megan fox <laughs> it's a Macy, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna roll that beautiful five star review footage. This one's called "Finally." Oh, I like that. Yeah, baby. And this is from The Shape. Okay, nailed it. Um, <laughs> look at her. <laughs> I love it. Jesus Christ. This is by The Shape. Oh, and this is finally a witchy podcast I love. This podcast is informational and fun. I like y'all. I almost read it like this. I almost read it like this podcast is informational and fun. I like y'all. I like y'all. <laughs> like a little side side winking southern like woman. Y'all. I like y'all. We have an email. What is it? I my brain like slot machine through all of our <laughs> socials because it was like email email <laughs> email email. email? Shoot us an email at wbahpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an Instagram. <laughs> Send us an Instagram. Mail us one Instagram at which bitch amateur hour. Mm-hmm. Macy, where can they send us one Twitter? Come eat with us over on Facebook at which amateur hour. <laughs> what is wrong? What? Come eat with us. I don't know. Come eat with us. We 
have a Patreon. Uh-huh. Did you know? I was aware. I love how Patreon allows us to support our favorite creators. <laughs> okay. What were we talking about? All of this information will be in the description box and also at our website. <laughs> WBAHpodcast.com or WitchBitchAmateurHour.com is where you can find all the show notes and this information because that was so much shit. I hurt. All right, guys. Thank you again for sitting with us. I don't know why they do it. (laughs) We chatted and we sassed. This has been the WBH Podcast. I like that. There it is. I'll roll with it. Should we talk more about that pizza, that pretzel pizza?